Welcome into the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. Uh, it's just me and Hugo today because we were playing the song earlier and we accidentally knocked out Chris. So he's in, he's in the other room sleeping with uh, his head bust. Yeah, he got his head bust. It got a little too hype in here. Uh, little John's like five five. Uh, when I learned that, it was kind of a little. It felt weird. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. It's he, but with his hat, when he wears it on his dreads, he's probably like six foot. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, that is Hugo Bird. What's happening, people? He's not, uh, he's not at ATL, but but just an update on my elbow. It's not broken. Okay, it's good news. Sage worked. <laughs> I am uh, Derek Escobar. I mean, the song fits in with the other songs, but this is a shout out. Uh, it's my dog's birthday. And shout out to Pops, out 21. Pablo's 21, drinking age. So, uh, send him birthday wishes. Uh, if you want to send him cash, you can do that too. And uh, if you guys didn't get the theme of the songs, it's the. Longest beginning of the songs before the song starts. <laughs> A lot of talking. <laughs> A lot of talk. Uh, yeah, head busters is just fitting because I'm busting everyone's head in our fantasy leagues this year. Um, Speak for yourself. It's, it's over for everybody else. Mario, you're done. Modog? Modog, you're done. UK, you're done. You got a solid squad. Mark, if you're listening, I'm not going to say anything about you. But everybody else, you're done. Yeah, we respect Mark around here. Yeah. Uh, we don't respect a lot. We respect women. We respect women and Mark. That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> uh, so as I was telling Hugo before this, I'm working on my uh, pretty much my like full rankings right now. I've already done the all 32 quarterbacks. Where I have a ranking. Uh, one thing I was noticing, I mean, it's hard to say because the season hasn't started. We don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. I was going through it and I was looking at <clears> some <throat> uh, schedules. End of schedule, really freaking nice playoff weeks for the Washington football team. Oh. Um, I mean, they have kind of a rough start, but uh, yeah, I was, as I was looking at it, it's, it's nice. I think they have like the Cowboys, the Eagles twice. They may have the Cowboys twice. I think they have the Panthers in there. So there's a, some decent matchups going down the stretch for Washington. So uh, I'm not going to say too much like, hey, you know, make sure you jump on these guys early because that's, that's that's bad advice this early. Uh, but anyways, just keep your eyes on the schedule as you go along. My question to you. Uh, talking about the quarterbacks and your ranking for them. Yeah. Where do you fit Deshaun Watson in that? Um, I chose to leave him and um, Aaron Rodgers out. I did mine based on who I think is going to be starting for the 32 teams. But if Watson is available to play, he's going to slot in at uh, number, I think number four for me. Okay, that's cool. I think I have, yeah. Him and... Uh, uh, I think Rodgers had him at six if he does play. So, do you think Rodgers even? Do you think there's a good chance he just doesn't play this year? I'm um, starting to feel like it more and more. 
than anything. I just I don't know. I don't see him. he's not. I don't think he's going back to Green Bay. And we'll see if these guys' prides get in their way. So I don't know if he's going to play this year. That's just my opinion on it. Well, okay, so the only way he plays in Green Bay is if the GM is no longer there, right? That's what he says. That's an ultimatum right there. Ultimatum. Old tomatoes. Uh, but, yeah, I, I it's like you're making the organization decide between... Your quarterback or your GM or the person that runs the team. That's not a good <laughs> position to be in. Um, but yeah, my rankings for the quarterbacks are done. I mean, I'm going to probably, you know, still work on them, flip them as a training camp hits and everything. But yeah. A- anyone that uh, kind of surprised you when you were doing your rankings? Like, I think I'm. Um, I don't really want to say this out loud. Tom Brady's a lot higher than I imagined he Ooh. would be. Top five? Like Chris would would have him? Not top five, but number six. Really? I have him at six right now, <clears throat> yeah. Uh yeah, it was that that one was kind of surprising to me. And then I'm trying to think what else. I mean I have Ryan Tannehill in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a little shocking, but not too bad. Other than that, I mean, it's just kind of looking yeah, and like, seeing how they, everything's going to fill in. But, yeah. Because top five is kind of standard. And then after that, you could, there's like tiers, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I, I bet it was pretty hard, like middle of the pack. I, I have Mahomes at tier one by himself. I didn't, I didn't want to. I'm sorry, but this guy just hit a moonsault. And he's like, we're watching some YouTube videos. <laughs> he's like 500 pounds. This is one of the biggest dudes. <laughs> they, they just keep showing. Good. Can you remind me? I want to see if we could post this video onto social media. <laughs> I'll remind you. Oh. That that was a spectacle, right? <laughs> I would pay just to see that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that that was a worthy distraction right there. That was a 500 pound man doing a, a full moonsault. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Oh, but uh, yeah. So, well, uh, when are you uh, putting your list out? I will put the list out once I complete all lists. I'm working on the running back one right now. Twenty twenty spots in, then I'll go wide receiver, tight end. It'll be ready by preseason. So. Be on the lookout for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Uh, well, I can't wait for training camp to start. Um, start getting into like these position battles for teams and yeah, to, like so we can start having like actual kind of pictures of what we're gonna be looking for this season. Yeah, I mean, position battles is gonna be a big thing. Jameis versus Taysom, who wins that job, is gonna have impacts on Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other battles there are. Andy Dalton versus Justin Fields. Um, if you believe the lies that Urban Meyer speaking, I guess Trevor Lawrence versus Gardner Minshew, and and uh, Tim Tebow and Tim Tebow. Yeah, <clears throat> can't Cam forget, Newham can't forget about the Messiah. Cam Newton versus Mac Jones. Uh, Tim Tebow didn't get an invite to tight end university though, so. Uh, 
he's he's probably feeling a little down, but nothing a little prayer can't help. Uh, <laughs> this is true. But anyways, we're going to get into it, and we're going to talk about people. We are going to reach for... Reach for the sky. Coming draft season. So these are basically the premise of this is just, uh, you know, players that might have a lower average draft position, but we're willing to take the shot on and, and you know, pick, you know, up to maybe even a round early on them just to kind of kind of take that shot. Uh, last year for me, I in most every one of my drafts, I think I reached for Antonio Gibson, and that paid off well for me. Sometimes they don't pay off well. I remember multiple years ago I reached and grabbed Terrell Pryor. Uh, that at receiver that didn't work okay so these could have bad but they could be good i'm, tr- I'm trying time. to think if i reached on anybody uh as of no last year i kind of did with jonathan taylor a couple times yeah and it kind of sucked at the beginning of the season yeah it did but it panned out towards the end of the season yeah like come playoffs he was big scorer yeah but so- so we have uh we have average draft positions based on, you know, some of the the big um fantasy websites on here. So we're gonna look at that and pretty much based on that say who we would be reaching on. Do you wanna you wanna take the first name? Uh yeah. So I'm trying to see where he's at on this list. <laughs> Um, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, huh? Yes. Where's he at? I can't. Oh shoot! Wasn't looking He's for low as fuck. Let's see, tight ends. Oh, then when I click on tight ends, it just gives me average from that. Eighty-four. Is it eighty-four. He's at tight end six. Mm-hmm. 84 average uh position drafted yeah um i'm taking them basically after the top three guys are gone which sometimes like fifth round sixth Dude, round this year the top three uh-huh those guys can all be gone by third fourth round this year i see kelsey going early second Kittle probably third, early third, and then Waller probably mid to late third, if anything. So I I think those guys are gonna be gone, which I mean it opens the door because people are gonna after those three are gone, like hey I don't really want to reach on a tight end. So most people probably will, won't reach on it, but yeah. I'm, well, I'm taking Pitts over Andrews. Um, taking him over Hawk. Ugh, that's the one that I probably wouldn't do. I think we had this discussion a few weeks back with what, who would take him over. I think Hawkinson was my where I drew the line for this year. I know so, right right now um I I got Pitts a little over. Now that Julio's out of there, um I'm thinking big plays, big plays to Kyle Pitts. That might that could really it could be. A big thing with Julio now gone, you know, who's going to get those second targets behind Ridley. It very well could be Pitts because, I mean, Russell Gage is a, a nice little weapon, but 
well, you drafted a guy number four overall. You got to get him the ball. Yeah. I, and um, so I think in the most recent draft where I did draft him, I got him in the fourth, mm-hmm. in the fourth round. And I hella didn't want to do it. I was like, no. But but then I was like, I have like zero Kyle Pitts stock. Yeah. And I'm like, this is I'm gonna take a shot right here. And I'm I'm not mad I'm not mad at it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to be mad at a guy who's heralded as one of the uh, maybe the best tight end to ever come into the league. So. Gotta wait and see on that one. And I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm could, gonna go ahead and. Uh, could I guess? Guess what? That it's gonna be CD Lamb. It's not gonna be <laughs> CD Lamb. Come on, Derek. I think CD's gonna have a great year, but I don't think he's gonna have the but top you, ten wide receiver year that it, I, I know he's gonna have. But you're not reaching for him when you're drafting. In dynasty, yes. <laughs> This is I'm, we thought we were talking about redraft leagues because I'm not gonna reach as much in redraft leagues because mm-hmm. I only get him for one season. I'll, uh, I'll believe it when I see it, Derek. The guy is a receiver though, <laughs> and I didn't in, intend for it to be back to back rookies, but I'm gonna reach on uh, Jamar Chase. Right now, he's even behind Kyle Pitts in terms of ADP. He's going uh, usually ninety two. Mm-hmm. So what is that like? Round seventh, eighth round. Yeah. So I'm willing to reach on him. Like some of the guys that has over him in terms of ADP, we have Robbie Anderson, uh, Cortland Sutton, Tyler Boyd. Who else was saying Odell Beckham, DJ, DJ Chark, Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm willing to take him over any of those guys, to be honest. Even over Claypool, I would take him. Yeah. Uh, Ayuk is kind of, you know, interesting. Deontay Johnson around there, but I'm willing to take that shot. Hope he is, you know, kind of like his LSU teammate, Justin Jefferson, and puts up big numbers. I mean, we just said the same thing for Pitts, but going number five overall, that means they expect you to, to be a big time, big play guy immediately mm-hmm. so uh i am willing to reach on the rookie jamar chase okay i'm i'm there with you because i love me some jamar chase um yeah and i i would for sure take him over like all those guys i think the only the only two uh would be sutton uh i've seen some tape on odell he looks he looks like a young Odell, and you see you're the not, fro- you see the frosted talk, you see the gonna, frosted tips coming out. You're not talking me into Odell. You're just <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you're just not taking a chance on him. No, I'm not. It's just not gonna happen. God damn! I guess I shouldn't say that I'm gonna reach for Odell, huh? No, <laughs> you don't have to. No, but uh, what what do you think about Debo Samuel? Debo. Mm-hmm. He's he's going ninety five. I mean that's a it's a good man. It's just hard, just because I've kind of been avoiding Ayuk and Debo, and a lot in this off season. Uh-huh. And I think it's mainly just because I don't know when healthy who's the real one in that offense. I mean I think Kittle's the one, but 
in terms of the receivers. I don't know. So yeah, they're, they're both similar receivers. They're both getting um, drafted around the same time. Like. Yeah, both yards after catch guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Debo. Like this is not intended to be a diss in any way, but he's like a poor man's AJ Brown, where he's just kind of more of a physical receiver and everything. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I like Debo a lot, but I just I don't know if I'm willing to reach on him because his draft his draft stock has fallen. Like last year, I bet you he was getting drafted maybe like a whole two rounds earlier than he is this year. I think he would have been, but then he had that uh, injury last year in oh yeah preseason. I don't know if it was preseason or even before that, but uh, where he was gonna miss like the first four to six weeks. So uh, it was, his draft position was a little funky last year, but yeah, I I think I think they could all be really good contributors to the Niners' offense. Also depends on who's starting at quarterback. I right now have Jimmy G starting, but I'm not gonna reach on him. If you yeah. want to reach on him, I'm not gonna blame you. I'm I'm not gonna. That's what reach it's gonna. Then why are you bringing him up? <laughs> I I was bringing him up because he was a like a player in like around the same range. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, I was gonna bring up Curtis Samuel, but he's he's a little bit higher than I expected. So, I will not be talking about him. However, I'm going to talk about LaVisca Chenault. Oh, damn it, dude. I had... That's why I had up on mine, too. Uh, well, we, we could both talk about him. Yeah, He's we... 118. 118 is ADP. According to Fantasy Pros, I'll, I'll throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, 118 receivers around him is Marvin Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr., Jalen Waddell... Antonio Brown, Corey Davis. Uh, I think most of those guys, you know what you're getting. There's not really like a huge potential breakout or upside besides Pittman maybe. Jalen Waddle, I just don't see it year one. And it's like Corey Davis, you know what you're getting. Antonio Brown is stuck in a crazy receiving core. T.Y. Hilton is old. Marvin Jones, meh. So, uh, LaVisca, all the reports out of Jacksonville is that he's been like the guy that's been showing out over and over and over again. So Yeah, and it's like we got a chance to see him play in college or got to see plenty of highlights of LaVisca Chenault when he was here in CU. Yeah. So, like we could, we, we've seen the type of playmaker that he could be. Yeah, he's a, he's a playmaker. That's what it is. It's like... Just get him the ball in his hands, and he can do. He could take it to the house on any given play. Yeah, like, um, I think I've been trying to trade for him in some dynasty leagues, but like redraft, that would not be a, because you're probably going to be getting him as your third receiver, yeah. third fourth receiver. Yeah, and it's like with the very real potential of a breakout where he could become, you know, close to a top fifteen receiver in fantasy. If he does have the type of breakout with Trevor Lawrence there. Yeah, and like this could be a guy that just lives in your lineup. Like you don't have to be thinking, oh, should I start him against this matchup or anything like that. Like I think he potentially has that uh, leave in your lineup kind of don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and he's going 
back of the ninth round. So, you know, it's it's a very late round pick where it's like take a shot on the guy. But if I'm in the eighth round and I'm looking at some of these other guys, other people that are there, um, you know, trying to see who, who could be there. You know, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I was going to say there's like tight ends. Yeah, Dallas Goddard. I'm definitely willing to take a shot on LaVisca instead of seeing if A.J. Dillon can do anything in Green Bay or Zach Moss can take over for Buffalo. I don't want that. I'd rather have a guy with high upside that's, you know, actually showed flashes last year. I know Dillon did, but he's going to be a backup, whereas yeah. LaVisca has a chance to take over the number one role. Yeah, and, and we've talked about it before, too, where um, in that offense, like, he's going to be getting a lot of, like, other uh touches like carries and shit like that like it's not just gonna be receiving work yeah he had uh he's and he's a 6'2 220 so he's a big bigger guy you know and he's he's towards the end of the season you know two touchdowns week 17 against indy the week before that against chicago he had a touchdown he hasn't had yet had over 100 yards but you know they've really had bad quarterback play last yeah, year towards the end of the season too he was getting like a lot more targets too i think he got a couple of like double digit target games too yeah he in weeks 9 10 and 11 was out for injury but when he returned minus week 12 you know 15 fantasy points 11 fantasy points 9 fantasy points 15 fantasy points 24 so he was, yeah, he was. starting to turn it on at the end of the year um and, like, what do they have to play for? Nothing. And, you know, <laughs> as much as we, Chris likes to ride the stash of Gardner Minshew, Trevor Lawrence is just a better quarterback right yeah, away. Such so. a, such an upgrade. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely someone that is worth reaching for. I'm I'm trying to think if, uh, if Lawrence has had, like, a, I guess, like, a playmaker like that. He had T. Higgins. Uh, I guess you could know, like someone like Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. It's kind of s- similar in like the playmaking ability. I mean, they but, picked him up too, so. Well, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot going on. Um, I don't want to be too much of a homer. I'll just touch on it real quickly. Just keep your eye on training camp and listen to the reports of you know reporters here in Denver cuz if you if there's rumblings of Javante you know looking really good in training camp take him yeah he he very well could be the starter yeah so like starting the season that's kind of what happened with Antonio Gibson last year as I was hearing the rumblings hearing that uh was it, it was Peterson? Adrian Peterson yeah Peterson like oh he could potentially get cut so that was playing into the factor when I was like, I, I I need to take him right here. So I don't I don't think Melvin Gordon would get cut, but no, nah, I think I think they like having a uh, a back that's well that kind of back. Like I don't know because he's he's a solid running back, but yeah. he's not like your franchise running back, I guess. Yeah. So I trust beat reporters. Like find. If you, I mean, if you have extra time, find some people that are like the main reporters for these teams and see what they're saying, because that will give you a lot of inside information on yeah, where, they, where 
these teams are looking at. They're at the uh, training camps. They're at all that shit. So yeah, it's like they have eyes on reps. They have eyes on uh, who's getting first team reps, who's not getting the first team reps, like all that shit. So yeah, good, good sources. Yeah, I'm trying to see here if there's any like real late round guys that I'd be willing to take a shot on. Let's see. Um, I mean, you know, I've expressed it before. Yo, Jonu Smith, come on. Uh, I... I'm, I'm, I'm a Jonu Smith guy. I'm gonna say gross. Not gross, but I'm just. Uh, I don't... He, he's. A, he's a playmaker, dude. It has nothing to do with Johnny. <laughs> it has more to do with the Patriots quarterbacks. That's where I'm at. I mean, Cam did have success with Greg Olson back in the that, day. That That's what I'm riding with. Uh, but uh, I'm not willing to. I'll take him over Hunter Henry, and Hunter Henry's getting drafted before he is. That I would. I would agree with that 100%. Um, I've expressed my love for this guy before. He's going to be a breakout, my breakout guy. I'm saying Darnell Mooney. Ooh. Okay. Um, with Fields? Yes. I think even without. I mean, it's just so many highlights last year where he's, even Jalen Ramsey, he's like turning him around with the routes. And it was just. And he's, was, he's a smaller dude too. Uh, like Yeah, there was just no good, good quarterback play to get him the ball. But, yeah, Darnell Mooney is someone who I really like. 5'11", 174, so, yeah, pretty small, but he's shifty. As he's fuck. shifty, yeah, can just, he has that separation that I personally like to look for in what, receivers. Where is he getting drafted? Right now he is average draft position of 159. And who's around him? Uh, Jamison Crowder, Daryl Henderson, you know, some of the late round quarterbacks of you know Justin Fields, Ben Roethlisberger, Baker Mayfield, John Brown is down there, you know. So yeah, I would take Mooney over just about all those except for maybe Mayfield. I like Baker Mayfield this year too. Uh, he kind of, I'm not gonna lie, he came in a little bit low on my rankings. He'll change your mind, Derek. I just he's just not as special to me, but. Uh, he, he, he doesn't. Have, he he doesn't finish have, top ten. I get that. He just doesn't have the upside that I'm looking <laughs> for at quarterback. Nothing against Baker. I think he's a good quarterback in terms of fantasy, though. I just would rather have the Kirk Cousins, you know, the Ryan Fitzpatrick's, the guys that have that upside where they can, you know, throw the ball a lot. I think Cleveland, Cleveland has a good recipe right now. They have a good defense and the best game. running game, best running game in the league. So. I just don't see him. You know what helps the passing game? Throwing a good run game. I get that, but uh, I I think he's gonna be around that twenty-five, no, twenty-five to thirty attempts a game. I thought you were gonna say that he was gonna be like QB number twenty-five. No, I don't have him that low. (laughs) I'm like, no, I don't have him that low. Is anybody else you want to bring up? Uh, Not that I could think of off the top of my head. Uh, I wasn't going to bring this guy up, but I saw him in as the running back 19, according to this. Mm-hmm. And I would be damned if I would let Najee Harris drop oh. to running back 19. No, um, I, 
would you take him over? Uh, let's see. Right now, I have him at fourteen. Montgomery, would you take him over Montgomery? Yes. Me too. I have him over Montgomery. Would you take him over? Who else is in that kind of range? Uh, let's. Okay, I'll say the name after that I have in the rankings after Najiers, and that's Joe Mixon. Cool. You have him after? I have him after. I would take Mixon before him. See, I wouldn't. I have J.K. Dobbins after him. What? Yeah. And I have Clyde edwards alaire after him. So I'm just high on, on Najee and just his uh, abilities. Um, I, I, I'm I there with you in Dynasty more than in Redraft. Redraft, I, I like knowing what I got. Yeah, I get it. And that Steelers old line wasn't, wasn't wasn't the it was wasn't good. I was gonna say it wasn't the best. It was the worst. <laughs> so I think it was like twenty ninth. Give us a break. Right? I think it was thirty one. No, I'm pretty sure it's not the worst <laughs> though. Either way, so damn near no. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, these are some guys that we uh, think you should potentially reach on. If you have a gut feeling and you think someone's gonna be. You know, has the potential to break out. The, Go the, ahead and you know follow your gut and try and try and get that guy because it could be your the difference between you winning and losing a a championship. Yeah, these are your guys where uh, you're up to draft and then you're just like, if I pick this guy right here, um, I could probably get him on the next one. And then you're just like, yeah. I can't. I gotta fucking yeah. take him right now. Especially if you're at those like. One or twelve spots where you have the turn and a long wait, it might yeah. be that chance. Uh, but we're not telling you, hey, if you think Trey Sermon's going to be the starting running back of the Forty ers Week One, go get him in the third round. Play it smart. Yeah. See where he's, you know, <laughs> potentially going to fall to, but don't like overreach by rounds and rounds. Got to be smart. And I just saw a dude just flip onto a car. <laughs> So, Pablo, Pablo liked it. Yeah, Pablo. Happy birthday, Pablo. Um, but yeah. Anybody else we, before we move on? Not that I could think of, man. Okay. Let's go. Uh, let's flip the script. Flipping it. Who are you staying away from? Players we uh, are not gonna draft. We believe on any teams this year. You ain't touching this guy with a ten foot pole, Derek. And this is—it doesn't necessarily mean that it's—we uh, don't believe in their abilities. It could mean, hey, like that guy is going a little too high for my liking. For example, my number one that I'm gonna bring up is uh, Josh Allen. I am not taking a chance on him just because I think last year was his ceiling. I'm not saying he can't do a similar season to last year, but right now he's being drafted as the as the second quarterback off the board behind Mahomes, and mm-hmm. I just I just don't know if I can see the value being returned. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Like I I would way rather have Dak Prescott Dak Prescott in like the round after that because mm-hmm. he he's going probably what in the fourth. Let me see these ADPs on these quarterbacks. Um, right now we have Josh Allen going at pick 28, which is mid-third. I'm not not 
big fan of that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dak is going 46. Yeah, so he's going like a whole a Ra- whole round after. Round and a half at least. Yeah. Um, I, I bet you Russell Wilson's around that same range. I think Russell Wilson's going to be probably a lot further than that. Uh, no, 48. Yeah, so I like I would take those two over uh Josh Allen. Yeah. And like I'm one of the guys that had uh Josh Allen in like basically all my rosters last year. Yeah, and it's just like he it's but he got a val- a little bit more of a value out of him last year. Yeah. Cuz I, I think he I was... think I got him in like in almost all my drafts it was like uh one of the last rounds. Like yeah, people just aren't weren't as high. I mean, there were some believers, but yeah, this year because of his you know MVP type season, he did get bumped up. But I just I don't think there's a way he can improve on last year. In would my you, eyes, would you take Lamar over him? I wouldn't take Lamar over him, but based on where they're being drafted, I would rather have Lamar. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, I just can't. I can't get over that. I'm gonna say, uh, or are, are we done with this one? We're done with Josh Allen for now. Okay, a guy that I'm not having on my team is C.D. Lamb. Whoa, is this like? Are you saying because you're not gonna get a chance at him because I'm gonna overdraft him? Yes. Or just just because Derek's all high on him? I yeah. <laughs> how Chris likes? I refuse. Chris, how Chris I, likes his weed. That's how much I like CD. I refuse to have. No, I'm messing around. Oh. But it is a <laughs> it is a receiver that's kind of up there. Um, to me, it's Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is someone you're not gonna have on there. Yeah, because I just don't know what's going on there. Like with the quarterback situation. Yes. And he's going. What receiver is he? Wide receiver eleven right now. Um. You know, you got Terry McLaurin right behind him. I'd rather have Scary Terry. Mike Evans. Rather have Mike Evans. Adam Thielen. Thielen is a toss-up. Julio Jones. Oh, I'd rather have Julio Jones. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not as concerned, just because seeing Allen Robinson go out there and do it with Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky. So I I just he has the red rifle and they're saying he's the starter, Derek. Yeah, they lie. Uh, I'm not believing Matt Nagy for a second. Okay, he's the quarterback. But even then, Andy Dalton might be the best quarterback Robinson's ever played with. So this is true. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take Allen Robinson off my board. This is true, but um. I, get, I, I still don't think... I get the possibly liking Terry McLaurin better. You know, Mike Evans, Julio Jones. Where's uh, Keenan Allen going? Is he going after? I think Keenan's before. Oh. Amari um, Cooper, Chris Godwin, CeeDee Lamb are all going after. I would take all of them over. Keenan Allen's the wide receiver 10, so the wide receiver right before him. Okay. Uh, See, but like everyone you just said, I'm taking over Allen Robinson. Just... It, just sounds a lot better to me even uh godwin and evans like they're both going around the same like i think i would rather take Allen robinson i 
wouldn't just because I know he's the for sure one there. I don't know who's going to be the one. You know who the for sure one is on their team, too, that you hate on? On who? Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I'll take Odell over. It's like I'm a would you go I Kenny G? Or Allen Robinson. I, I would go Allen Robinson over Kenny G. Okay. Robert Woods. Uh, I like Robert Woods with with Stafford. I'm, would, sorry. I'm sorry, Pete's right now. Pablo's going crazy. It's his birthday, and he could cry if he wants to. Yeah, this is. He barks like this so that the male lady knows he's there. That way, she puts a treat in in the in the mailbox for him. So. That's what he's doing right now. <laughs> and I apologize for this. You should have left a note for the mail lady saying that it was his birthday. Should have. <laughs> I hear There's him I hear him running off, so <laughs> yep, he's got his treat. Uh but <laughs> I mean I could get the reasonings by Alan Robinson, but I think I would take him over Mike Evans, I would take him over Adam Thielen. I think I would take him over Julio. Yeah, I think we're just on different wavelengths on that one, buddy. I respect it. Like, I respect women and Mark. Um, Gosh, I don't know why I always do this. I'm just the, the hater of the group. And it's going to be Jonathan Taylor for me. What? John- N- none of your teams, Derek? None of oh, well, my teams. Okay, well, he is going in the first round. He's right now the running back six, which is overall the sixth kind of pick based on ADP. And right now he is sitting at my running back nine in my rankings. So Damn. I just can't see myself spending a top six pick on a running back like that. Um, I'm yet to draft... Jonathan Taylor in any draft this year. He's going Because he's going so high. He's going really high right now. I, for the first time this year, saw him go number one in a in a dynasty league. Yeah, it just like kind of blows my mind a little bit. Um, I also have some hesitation because they brought back Marlon Mack. Mm-hmm. I don't think they brought him back just to sit on the bench full time. Yeah, it's um, it's a one year deal, but yeah, like he was. He was handling the whole workload basically the season before that. Yeah, uh, they still have Naeem Hines there, mm-hmm. pass catcher. So I, I'm just I'm hesitant on taking him that high. According to this, he's going right after Saquon Barkley, and ahead of Nick Chubb. I'd much rather have Nick Chubb. Um, he's going so. ahead of Nick Chubb. He's is he going ahead of Alvin? Not Alvin. He's going ahead of Aaron Jones. Zeke Elliott, which I don't think I have a problem with Aaron Jones, but uh, I have Zeke a little yeah. bit higher. I I like me some Zeke, man. I that's a person that a lot of people are way undervaluing. Way undervaluing. Um, I think we've brought this up a few different times, but Zeke with Prescott last year was killing the game. So, uh, and he's fucking twenty five years old. He's still a young back. Like yeah, he's he should have at least another year or two of production. So I I, I think Zeke is is being undervalued. If you could get him, there might be some drafts where he honestly falls to the second round, and that's gonna be a steal. Such a steal. Um, yeah, it's just 
kind of just playing, seeing what other running backs are around there. And I get why people like Jonathan Taylor have been watching, you know, a little bit of his Colts highlights last year. And, you know, there's some impressive things. But Jonathan Taylor is good, man. Too high for me. Jonathan Taylor's good. Watch his fucking college highlights too, and they'll translate into the NFL. That's why I didn't like him. That's why he was my running back three coming out of that draft. Because he fumbled a little bit. Fumbled, and it was just like a lot of times it was just that Wisconsin line just freaking making holes the size that I could run through. Okay, Derek, but what you don't understand is he basically has a Wisconsin line. I get that. Okay, he got drafted to the best possible situation for him. Exactly. That's why he's going to have a better year than DeAndre Swift, and you're going to owe me. Listen. Or I'm going to owe you a chair shot. I have him ahead of DeAndre Swift in my rankings. You know how much it hurt for me to do that? But uh, I just I'm, he's getting overdrafted for me. Right? Hurt, hurt the ego. Hey, <laughs> by the way, thanks for accepting my trade, asshole. What trade? Oh, yeah, the, one the one that you we, didn't ta- accept. we discussed it la- Disgusted. <laughs> discussed last week yeah yeah no uh delvin's a little too old for getting a little up there in age be 26 by the time the season starts and yeah i'm just gonna i'm not i'm not gonna do it not gonna do it not not gonna do it uh but who's someone you're not gonna draft okay someone i'm not drafting is also a, a running back that's going pretty high is cam Akers, man the the more and more uh, we get closer to the season, the more I'm getting like kind of turned away from Acres, because he's going like like second round, third round, second like late second, right? Yes. I'd rather Sometimes not. Sometimes early second, to be honest. Yeah, I'm. I I'd rather not. You would rather not. Who who's going around? According to this, he is... I'll take Eckler over fucking Akers. Running back 11, average draft position 17 overall. So that's like the fifth pick of the second round. Round Eckler, round Zeke. Aaron Jones behind him is Mixon, Antonio Gibson. So... I'll take Mixon, I'll take Gibson, I'll take Eckler. Easy. Why? I'm I'm just turned away from all right, first of all, they have a a quarterback that's gonna be just fucking hella slinging it. They also have a really good defense. Yes. But do you think if it turns into uh a situation where they're gonna be running the ball a lot because maybe they're up or something, uh they're not just gonna be throwing Daryl Henderson in there too? They might, but I, I... What's the best thing that helps out a passing game? A good run game. Yeah, and he was pretty damn good in the playoffs last year. So, but that—that's really it. The, I don't know, man. I—I I get it. I needed—I needed to see more. There wasn't an opportunity there, to see I more know that the there's the a there's a lot there. of hype off of like a good. He had like a a good like five six week, uh, span where he was getting like. The whole workload, so he was putting up points, but I don't know, man. Not convinced. Not convinced, huh? Nope. All right. That's an interesting one. Uh, I I get it. I think there's 
I think you have two sides to Cam Akers, and that's either the people who fully believe in him are going to go crazy for him and draft him high, and then there's the people that are completely turned off. Hey, he hasn't done it. And I'm I get like, both sides. I'm, I'm like Chowder. I, I need to see it before I... <laughs> except for if it's if except for if it's an Eagles player, then he doesn't need to see anything. Um, but, That's why I wanted to bring that up because uh, he said that and then he drafts fucking Devonte Smith as his number one wide receiver. Now that that was a reach. That reach. Okay. I mean, I could talk right here. I don't know if this is really if he's really going this high. Josh Jacobs is way too high at twenty six mm-hmm. uh, in terms of ADP. We could talk about that one, but I don't think I want to just because. Well, okay, so he's going like right after Gibson, mm-hmm. before Edward Zelaire. I would take both of them over Jacobs. Yeah, so that's why I'm going to bring up someone else. Someone from the same draft class. I'm going to go Miles Sanders. I won't have Miles Sanders likely on any of mine um, because, you know, right next to him is DeAndre Swift and J.K. Dobbins in front of him in terms of ADP. I've expressed my love for those two guys. And behind him is Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Najee Harris. In terms of his ADP, I would much rather have those two guys. So right where he's sandwiched in, I just can't see myself making uh, making that happen unless there's yeah. everybody in the draft is like-minded and lets him fall to like the fourth round. That would be the only chance that I would probably take on him, but I just don't see it happening. He's, he's more than likely not going to be on any of my teams. I'm pretty sure last year in the fourth round you took Kenyon Drake. No, I took him in the third. God damn. And that was another guy that I said I wasn't going to draft last year. <laughs> but he was going late first, early second, uh-huh. according to ADP last year. And then he fell to the third. Is there anyone like that this year? Like where they're just getting way overhyped? To me, that's Cam Akers, man. So if he fell to you like late second, early third, you'd willing, you'd be willing to I, take the chance? I would take him in the third. I wouldn't take him in a second. Yeah, I probably would. I mean, we had that mock draft, and I took him in the second. So, uh, yeah, we're just me and you just don't agree on some of these players today, which is helpful because I don't want you taking some of my guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's and like every time that we fucking draft Derek, we're always drafting like right next to each other yeah. somehow. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but yes, yeah, Sanders' average ADP is thirty-one, so that is late sec. No, I don't know. How to do math. Late, late third? third. So yeah. See, and I'm there with you. Like I believe in Miles Sanders, and I think he's gonna have a good year because of uh the type of os- offense that they're trying to kind of run over there. Um, but. I'm also not taking them. I just everything that they, in the third round, everything that they've done just shows me that they're not happy with him. You know, re-signing Jordan Howard, then going in the draft and taking uh, Kenneth Gainwell, mm-hmm. and then picking up on waivers, uh, carry on Johnson. So it's just telling me that they're not satisfied with what's going on in the running back room. So I'm just I'm not willing to take him there. Just I'm not willing to. Yeah, like. I, I feel like that does speak a lot, like when a team supposedly has their their guy, but then they're bringing in all these people in the same position. Yeah. Like, sends up question marks. And Kenneth Gainwell is someone I was high on during draft season just because 
he's shown a lot in terms of like passing work and all and, that. So and they got him in what fifth round? Fifth round, yeah. So he slid, but value pick. Someone I I, I like. Yeah, man. I, I'm not gonna draft him in the third round. I'll take him in the fourth if he's there. I'm mainly thinking about our home league that we do uh, with a bunch of rascals that we we know here. Um, and they the running backs go early and often, so I don't think he'll even be there late third. No, I think he'll get taken before that. I think he'll get taken in the second by Chowder. It's very possible. Chowder. Might hey, go and that first. that wouldn't be a bad bad pick. If Chowder, goes, Chowder, go, go ahead first, first round. I actually own Miles Sanders first in a couple round. of leagues. I don't think I do. I don't even think I have him in a single dynasty league. I have him in like two. And if you ask Chris, I have 462 Dynasty Leagues. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm trying to catch up, Derek. Who else do you want to talk about? Let's see. Someone that I won't touch. Um, Michael Thomas now. Oh, my God. I swear that's exactly who I was thinking. Because he's going. Who's around this dude, too? Keenan Allen is the one right behind him, and right in front of him is, according to this, Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown. So sandwiched in between them. No way. Let's see. And then, I mean, the one after that is Allen Robinson, who you also said you wouldn't touch. So. Yeah. Uh, Like, if if you told me, fuck, that that one's tough. If If it was like. Robinson, yeah, or... Michael Thomas or Allen Robinson. I'm having a tough time right there because I don't like either of them right now. I think that's just the thing is like I probably won't touch him, but if I knew for a fact it was Jameis there, then I would yeah. be more inclined to. But I don't, I really don't think we're gonna know until late, late preseason who the starting quarterback for the Saints is gonna be. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. So uh, go check out the beat writers in New Orleans. Yeah, there, I will. Let, let us know. I will keep you guys up to date on that. But it's just it's too iffy. But yeah, like isn't that crazy? How like last year, uh, going into the season, he was like first receiver, hundred percent, no debate on who was going to be the first receiver. Who's wide receiver one? Yeah, it was Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, and yeah. now he's. Third round, mm-hmm. fourth Wide round. receiver nine. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I got him in in a dynasty league, like in like round six, yeah. which I was like, how am I not gonna take Michael Thomas right how here? How the mighty have fallen. But yeah, I would just if the if I was on the clock and I needed a wide receiver and it's between him and Keenan Allen, I'm taking Keenan Allen ten times out of ten. So I'll take Scary Terry over him. You wouldn't? I don't know. I would. I like Scary Terry a lot. I just don't necessarily... I don't think his upside is as as high as I want it to be. What do you want it to be? Number one? I want him to be a potential top 10 fantasy wide receiver. I think he's around that, dude. I think he's more in that 15 range, but... I think he's there, and we'll get to see it with Fitzmagic. I hope so. Hope you're right. He might be someone I'm not taking though. Scary Terry? He might. I don't know where he's at. It's not too bad of a spot to take him, especially if I can get him as my wide receiver two. That would just be beautiful. I don't want him as my wide receiver one though. I I think that's where I'm at. Is he, I don't uh, want him as my wide receiver one. 
in in dynasty i know we're not talking about dynasty but i have him in a few leagues and he's been a person that a lot of people are trying to trade for like so i'm i'm hanging on to this guy mike i know we'll wrap up this who we're not taking uh but speaking about that in dynasty yeah in that super flex league that we have every single person apparently just wants javante williams and he's not for sale, everybody. Um, so, for our boy M- Mart, huh? Oh, on the Superflex. Well, Mart said that everyone was looking at Javante too. So, Javante apparently is one of the most popular trade for players right now. Not for sale. Not for sale. Um, he's staying put. I he's... still, I, I'm gonna preface this by saying I know we had this talk months ago, but you still should have took Jamar Chase. No, but Javante is not looking like a bad pick. Yeah, Still, fuck you, Derek. Should have took Jamar Chase though. <laughs> no, you you were telling me to pick someone else. Who was Jamar, Jamar Chase? No, went number one. No, that was the other one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got screwed in in that league. I I drafted someone that I didn't want to draft because I scrolled. Because <laughs> <laughs> in that league that we're talking about, it was. Najee went one. Yeah. Then was it? No, it was yeah. Najee and Pitts. then Pitts. So and you then I had took, Jamar Chase. Yeah, I took Javante. Yeah. So shame, shame on you. No. Yes. I like my pick. I like it too, but not over Jamar. Hey, Chase. you want to trade for him? Who? Hmm? In that league, Javante. Yeah. Of course I do, but I know you're not gonna do it. Hey, send me a good offer. All right. Send me. Send me a Godfather type offer. I will. One that I that I can't refuse. But yeah, I don't know. These are some of the guys that we're gonna reach on, and some of the guys we probably won't be taking. This is not saying, hey, make sure they're not on your board at all. It's just our opinions on it. Obviously, we don't even agree on some of ours. There's different reasoning and everything for it all, but just think about it before you take these people. So yeah, so draft scary Terry. Especially with Derek saying that in the playoffs, they got a good situation. They do. So draft Curtis Samuel. Hey, he was <laughs> he was on that fucking trade offer, dude. That I I know you. you know I love Curtis Samuel, so that's why it was tempting, but I couldn't do it. Uh, but anyways, Chowder, hit me up then. Hit I'm me over, up, Chowder. I'm over here doing the pee dance. Cause I th- I drank a lot of this Modelo over here. Uh, we're gonna change our our uh, name of this podcast to Forties and Fantasy. Uh, oh. But yeah, we're gonna get out of here. Be back next week. Chris said he will be awake for next week. Um, so look forward to that. We're gonna be starting our breakdowns of the divisions. Uh, we will be starting next week with the AFC and NFC East. So can't wait. We're gonna be even just to lay out our predictions too of like where we think those teams are gonna finish. So, well, I like that. It's gonna be a full breakdown, full, 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 full breakdown. I remember last year how I had the Giants winning the division. Uh, I think I had the Eagles, and I got a lot of crap for that. <laughs> I don't think any of us had the football team. If Let's I'm go gonna ba- be honest, back. Yeah. so. Uh, but anyways, we're going to get out of here for the day. Hope you guys enjoy your week. Uh, happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, Derek. It's happy, about to be it's, Derek's birthday. I will be 
You'll be 30 I next time we do next, a pod. Next podcast, I will be 30. Um, I don't like saying that out loud, but it's the truth. But it's anyways, the truth. Is that? It's the truth. But anyways, um, I mean, if you're into that kind of stuff, I shouldn't say into that stuff, but if you are listening to birthdays, no, not birthdays. I'm going different. <laughs> if you, you know, celebrated Pride Month or Pride Week, you know, shout out to you. Um, so other than that, happy Fourth of July weekend. Happy, um, happy birthday to me. It's 30, so I'm not all that. A dirty 30. I'm not all that pop, hopped up, hyped up for that right now, but might cry a little. But anyways. See you guys later. We out of here. I know y'all remember this from NFL Street. Bring back NFL Street. They should. We got NCA back. We need NFL. Is NCA back? It's back. I think next year, but and we need NBA Street. Get that back for us. I need to buy a fucking gaming system. We out of here. Peace.